This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. All right, uh, up next is going to be Chris in Los Angeles. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Great, man. What's up? Um, there's a couple things. One, you, uh, you've done some great work, and in some ways I love you. In other ways, you're stupid and arrogant. Okay. How can I help you? All right. By the way, that's a great way well, to start any conversation right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my first question would be, are you smarter than Warren Buffett? How old are you? Because you, you push. I'm 35. Okay, cool. So, so what, what, I'm sorry. I'm, I, let's stop just a second. What's the point of your call? How, can I, how can I help you? The the point of my call is you push people into actively managed funds when over time, if you pushed people into an index fund, they would have about 50% more money when they retire. Okay. Um, not sure where you went to school for your math class, but you failed. Um, uh, the, um, actually, compounding costs no, I, I understand. add up Listen, dramatically. I've been te- I got socks older than you. I've been teaching this a while, okay? So uh, th- this is how this works. Now, here's the thing. You're basically become doing what Bogle said, and Bogle invented a wonderful thing with the index fund, and the S&P 500 funds are wonderful. The index funds are wonderful. Uh, they are not a cure-all, and there is no possible scenario unless you're an absolute idiot in picking your actively managed funds that you would have 50 percent more in an index fund now the actual facts are more than 50 percent of the funds underperform the indexes that is a true fact to your point that's a different fact the the fact is two percent two percent Above, if you have a 7% return versus a 9% return, which you have the compounding cost bringing your return down by 2%, over 50 years, mm-hmm. you'll have half the money. Do the math on that, well, Google that, it. That, that would be true, too, but none of those numbers you're using are accurate in terms of what the S&P has produced or what actively managed funds have produced. The actively managed funds that I personally have picked have outperformed the indexes by more than 2% as a portfolio because it's fairly easy to study mutual funds and pick them that outperform. But if you're not going to study them and you're not going to have a good advisor in your corner, then using the index funds is a great idea. Here's what we actually found in the real world versus um, versus someone's hypothetical vacuum discussion of theory. Okay, As we studied the largest study of millionaires, 90% of them a largest study of millionaires ever done, over 10,000 of them, 90% of them became wealthy without becoming, without inheritance. The inheritance did not cause their wealth. And almost, Dave, all, and almost all of them did it with their 401k with actively managed funds. Now, some of the funds actually underperformed the S&P. And some of them overperformed the S&P. And some of them used an S&P because a, a good 500 fund was in, their, um, was in their portfolio as well. Now, let's go back to Warren Buffett for just a second. Are you aware that Warren Buffett does not have all of his investments in index funds? Of course. Okay, he has good. it in, so, in a holding in, what, company. I'm not sure. Other than the fact that he has stated that the average guy, because he's a Bogolite, the average guy should buy index funds instead of actively managed funds. Other than that, 
he doesn't actually do what he says he's going to do with that. He actually has well, he, an actively managed portfolio called Berkshire Hathaway. Are you aware of that? Yes, I am. And okay. he's doing it with, with the money he's leaving to his wife when he dies. Well, that's fine. But, I mean, where, where the money's going is not, not relevant to the mathematical discussion. The mathematical Dave, discussion, is, Chris, is simply this. Warren Buffett made comments frequently about the average guy should buy index funds. And I really don't have a problem with that. You can get rich with index funds. Not 50% richer. That's complete BS. But, you know, that is it, true. But, if you, but you can get rich with index funds. I don't have any problem with that at all. If that makes me arrogant, fine. But I think we're confused as to who's arrogant on this call, brother. I think that's the issue. I've got a book suggestion for Chris. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a classic. You should read it. No, I mean, it's good luck with it. I hope it works out for you. But um, here's the thing. I've been doing what I've been doing for 30 years, Chris, and it's made me a multi, 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 multi multi-millionaire. And I invest in actively managed growth stock mutual funds that outperform the indexes across the four types we teach. I actually invest in what I tell people to do. I don't tell people to do something while I'm investing in something else. Different than my friend Warren. This is The Ramsey Show. Thanks for tuning in to The Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.